back at Blue Holler. Yup. Our, uh, one of our favorite watering holes. Absolutely. Here goes Angel. Yeah. Nice. Glad so, I'm stopping here. Yeah, no, I mean, we're around the bypass, so you never know what's going <laughs> to go down around here. So, we are drinking a salted carm dash ale. Mm-hmm. Carmel. 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 That's kind of what they're playing on there by Rivertown Brewery and Barrel House out of Ohio. I don't mm-hmm. know where in Ohio. I'm not sure. <laughs> I was trying to look it up. Probably next it. to the river. Probably next to the river. <laughs> Probably a town next to the river. Um, and this is a American porter that has a lot of great caramel pecan notes yeah. to it. Yep. Um, it's not super dark. It's, it's like a dark brown. It's not mm-hmm. black at all. Yeah. Um, it's a fairly fairly light porter, I would say. Uh, but man, it's got good flavor to it. It does. It's only a 6.7, mm-hmm. so it's not terribly heavy either. Like, you could probably drink a pint, and you're going to be just fine. Right. Probably. Yeah. It's a good um, one to have out by the fire. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so, I think it's a limited brew, so maybe check on it if you're interested yeah. in that sort of thing. Um, of course, they've got it on tap here. Um, but, you know, check around. If you're in the Midwest, you'll probably be able to find it somewhere. Mm-hmm. So, check it out. A Rivertown Brewery. It's called the once again called the Sal- Salted Carm L. It's kind of hard to say. Carm L uh, from Rivertown Brewery and Barrel House. So the record we are discussing <laughs> is it's kind of funny. This is this is not a proper 12 inch release. No. Um, nor is it a release you're probably ever gonna see. Not on ever. a regular basis. Um, yeah. It is a UK pressing, uh, I believe. Now, double-check me on that, Matt. I think mine was the U.S. Is yours U.S.? Okay, mine's maybe US. mine's U.K. So back in the early days of hanging out with the Mellow Matt, um, I used to come over and look through your record collection quite a bit. And one day, because you knew I was a Squeeze fan, <laughs> you pulled this crazy 10-inch record out. You ever seen this? And you said, you ever seen this one before? <laughs> and it is a, it's a die-cut sleeve with the band on the front and it just says squeeze and it says six squeeze songs crammed into one 10 inch record yeah and when they say crammed the reason they say that is because it's die cut with two hands one hand on each side of the record squeezing the record in the middle yeah so it's like they're squeezing all these tracks onto this 10 inch now the neat thing about it is even though it's a die cut sleeve it's still like a 12 inch sleeve it's still a 12 inch it's sleeve a, it's a full size sleeve just die cut to be a little smaller yeah and they, they made a little pocket inside of it to hold the 10-inch record, um, which is kind of interesting. I don't yeah. know why they didn't just put it on a 12-inch. Does yours have an inner sleeve? It does. Mine doesn't. Yours doesn't? Okay. Doesn't. That might That could have very possibly been a difference between the U.K. and the U.S. Could have been. So to, to finish the story of, of learning about this record, I'm not sure when Matt got his. Do you know when you, when you got yours? Uh four or five years ago. Okay. I mean, I haven't had it a long time. Okay. So, but anyhow, it's one Six. of those things where like when you see it, it that, that's got to go home with you just yeah. because it's so Oh strange. yeah. And that's what happened when I saw it. Uh, well, quick shout out to an online store called La Creeperie. Uh, it's like L-A-C-R-E-E-P-E-R-I-E. So La Creeperie. She sells a lot of uh, paperback books, a lot of horror books, horror things. But she also sells records, too, and she's yeah. a big fan of New Wave and post-rock and things like that. She had a big sale for Independence Day, and she had this in her store on sale. So I saw it and immediately said, i got to grab that. Like a true patriot. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, 
it's what our founding fathers would have wanted. Right. Um, so what's fun about this record is, and and you don't even have to be a huge Squeeze fan to probably love this record because it's just a really fun compilation. It's just fun. I mean, it gives you a great look at early Squeeze. It's it's a it's what a, the first three albums or yeah, something. Yeah, it's it's a pre Tempted. If you've ever heard the the huge Squeeze song Tempted, it's everything pretty much previous to Tempted. Yeah. All the big songs pre Tempted. It's the stuff on UK Squeeze, which was their first record. Cool for Cats, which I think was their second, mm-hmm. maybe, and then. Maybe it is just those two records, because isn't East Side Story the third? Um, huh. Cool for Cats, UK Squeeze. I think it's just the first two albums. Wow. I think it's, that is crazy. That is. But, you know, there was a lot of this type of stuff in the late 70s, early 80s. Cheap Trick did that 10-inch, found all the parts. Oh, okay. And um, there's a whole series of those 10-inches. Black hmm. Market Clash. Wow. The Clash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do and, know that uh, one. There was something else, too. Well, there's that one really remember. fun 10-inch that um, Aztec Camera. Oh, that really yeah. really fun, like, looks like a binder kind yeah, of. Yeah, Jump. They yeah. do the Van Halen cover. Right. But I guess it was probably one of those 598 or 498 EPs kind of maybe to it's probably done in between records. To, and, and to so. be fair, we did it in the 90s as well, just on CD. And we did oh, like yeah. there was lots of little EPs and things that were similar to this. Yeah, but they didn't have cool die cut. No, covers. they didn't have cool die cut covers. Um, so. So, yeah. So I guess this is a compilation of the first two records, UK Squeeze and Cool for Cats. This is most of their new wave, uh, post-punk kind of sound they mm-hmm. had. Uh, they weren't. They were never known to be too heavy. They were. They were nah. always power pop and, yeah. and new wave, um, but really good songwriting. Seriously good songwriting. Yeah. Um, and deep. Some of the materials kind of deep. Absolutely. Uh, Glenn Tilbrook and uh, oh, what's the other guy's name? Hol- what? Can't think of his name, Matt. Help me out here. The what? I'm sorry. Glenn, Til- Glenn oh. Tilbrook and Chris Dilford. Chris Dilford. That's your two vocalists and main songwriters of this uh, time period. Now, Jules Holland was also with them here. I think his last record with them might have been East Side Story, yeah. which came out after this. Yeah. So this is the pretty much the original Squeeze lineup, like mm-hmm. the early guys. Yep. Um, and you get you get their bigger songs from the early days, like Goodbye Girl, Cool for Cats. Up the, junction, up the junction, slap and tickle, bang bang, which is one that I think is only maybe on this. Maybe that's the one that's like the rare one on this release. Yeah. And then take me, I'm yours. Fantastic. All solid. Yeah, fantastic. All was, DJ favorites at the vinyl crawl. <laughs> they are songs that we DJ with all the time. I can't tell you how many times I've jammed on Up the Junction. Um, Argy Bargy. Take me, I'm yours. That's the one I couldn't think of. That's the third oh, record. Yeah. Argy Bargy. Yeah. But there is no Argy Bargy on here. No, no. Um, but yeah, we we jam on uh, take uh, take cool me on yours. Cool for cats. And all, if you're a if you're a fan of rock band, cool for cats, you can play on rock band Ooh. as well. Yeah, that was that was one of the fun fun songs on there. Um, so yeah, this is it's just a really fun. It's a fun album. It's a fun album, and it also is like a bygone time period when we used to do records like this yeah I, I can't really i can't imagine anybody doing this now no well it was probably more cost effective 
back then. True. I would assume. And yeah, you, you remember a lot of those have like, they're not stickers, but they have like printed circles and stuff on there that yeah. says do not pay more than, more than. or they're like, or they're priced at like three ninety five or something. Yeah, and it's, it's yeah. like a, it's, it's printed onto the sleeve. And so it was probably a great way to get an introduction, maybe to a band you didn't know much about. Yeah. So that way, get them interested in back catalog or the new album that's coming. So out. I just wonder if this came out because uh, I haven't done as much research as I should on it, mm-hmm. but I kind of wonder if this came out before Argy Bargy, like if this was the lead in to Argy. Yeah. Because that's a big. That was a big record. It was. Um, you know, that was the one where you got um, Pulling Muscles from a Shell. Oh, yeah. Um, and then the other. What was Black Coffee in Bed? That was no, the that's album way after. That's yeah. way later. That's actually like three albums later. Oh, is it? That's Sweets from a Stranger. Yeah, that. but yeah. that was when Jules Holland came back. So that's uh, kind of interesting there, too. Um, so, yeah, th- this is like a... And I'm going to put some pictures of this on the website as well because I think people yeah, need to see what this, need to see what this die cut sleeve looks like. Um, but it, I just wanted to do an episode because it's one of those records that I saw at Matt's house and I was like, I'll never find that. Because <laughs> I think you even made the comment to me like, you, you'll probably never see one of these. That's the only one I've ever seen. Yeah, so you know, big shout out to that store for actually having yeah. it at a decent price to get. And I think you can probably get it on Discogs too. But it's... Yeah, <laughs> me, me, and you were both kind of like you know you want the hunt, you want to find the it hunt out is fun. Way. Yeah, and this and this is what's great about record collecting or records right. in general. This is a perfect example of why records are fun. Yeah, absolutely. It's just a great package. Yeah, and, and it's you know it'd have been cool if it'd been gatefold maybe like that might have been a little neat, neater. That's the one thing. Maybe one criticism I'd have is I wish you could like open it up and look at something on the inside, but. Um, but outside of that, let me let me check this track list on here again real quick. So there, there's a couple things about this, and it's um, this was a similar thing that lots of bands would do at the time. Um, all the versions of these hits are a little bit different than the album versions, and that was a common thing um, for bands to do. They would release these like little mini records and have non-album versions a good example was the aztec camera we were talking about earlier yeah where they put jump on there um sometimes they would do this to get away from having to pay copyright to like a band that they were covering or they there's lots of myriad of reasons but so so the version of goodbye girl on here is like a live version um where they had a different bass player than the original bass player so Uh that makes it a little bit different uh, the Cool for Cats is edited and remixed. Yeah. So it's a it's a version different than the album version. Um, even Up the Junction's remixed. So they're all mm-hmm. like different mixes of the album songs. They had to find a way to squeeze them all in. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Trim the fat a it's, little bit. It's very similar to like when we would buy singles or like singles on CD back yeah. in the day. And you'd have like Side B was always... Remix version, dub version, all that stuff. Like, that's kind of what this is. The only one that's not any different than, like... There's two songs that are that are just album version. Take Me, I'm Yours is the album version. Mm-hmm. And Slap and Tickle is the album version. Which, Slap and Tickle is... Uh, <laughs> it, it sounds... Um, it sounds worse than it actually is, if you oh, listen yeah. to it. Yeah. it. It is It is a play on on words and whatnot. 
Um, but it's a lot of fun. This is this is like the fun. This is like fun '80s without having to deal with like the stupid part of the '80s. You know what I'm saying? Like the the overproduced Thompson Twins '80s. I like some Thompson. I know twins. you do. I always shit on them. And I know you the like gap, them. Man. A little bit. Come on. <laughs> Don't you want to be king for a day? Uh, that was Howard Thompson, or Howard Jones, wasn't it? No, King for a Day, I think, was Thompson Wait, no. Twins. Was it? I think so. Oh, <laughs> oh no. I got to check. <laughs> King for a Day. Was it really? That was later, Thompson Twins. <laughs> I'm only into the early period. Right, yeah. That was that was some uh, some Thompson Twins. Lies, 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 lies. Yeah. Yeah, See? that one. All right, so since uh, since we're doing a short record this time, let's do let's do a quick couple rounds of mixtape. Oh gosh! Okay. So I got turned on to this game by Chris Lantina, the managing editor and head of Modern Vinyl. Okay. He uses it for his podcast to kind of get ideas for things. Uh huh. Um, so I'm gonna basically pose a question to you. Okay. And you have to answer with what your song choice would be, and I'll answer with mine, and we'll see whose we think's the better song choice. <laughs> so let's see. So the first one is you're off the coast of Australia. You're about to swim with the great white, no cage. What song gives you the courage to jump into the water? <laughs> I could give you like I could give you an even I'll give you a second to think. But I could give you an even like an even harder stipulation by saying it can't be from the alarm, but I'm not going to do that <laughs> because if you need strength, you're going to have to have the alarm to give you strength. True. But you said great white. So I immediately went to my great white catalog. <laughs> well, now that's a great, that's a really clever choice. You know, maybe something from the, uh, the album hooked. <laughs> Well, you got to give me a song. That's the thing. Once you gotta, bitten, twice you, shy. The Ian Hunter version. So once bitten, twice shy would give you the courage to <laughs> no, jump in there with the shark. No, okay. it wouldn't. So tell me what would give you the courage to jump in there with a shark. Well, I mean, yeah, you already said it. Strength by the alarm. The song Strength by the, the alarm. The song Strength. I think that's a great choice. Mine would hope. be... Um, give me strength. Mine would be Rise Above by Black Flag. <laughs> Because I would just want to go in with as much adrenaline as possible. Right. But I'm going to give it to you. I think I think your answer is the best one. Okay. I think the alarm strength has to be the best. Just that opening. Yeah. With him singing a cappella over the organ. The big organ sound. Right, so. Let's see. Let's see. Here's a great, great question for you. What's the best song for '80s aerobics class? '80s aerobic class. Aerobics class. I'm gonna give you a stipulation. Can't be physical. Can't be. <laughs> Can't use physical because that's too easy. That's a gimme. That is a gimme. Um, what about "Girls on Film" by Duran Duran? Oh, that's but that's a fast tempo though, right? That's, it's aerobics class, man. Yeah, but you don't want to go that quick. You're gonna have a heart attack with girls on film. <laughs> I'm gonna say that um, this might be a controversial, controversial suggestion because it might be a little too militant. But I'm gonna say Janet Jackson's uh, "Rhythm Nation" oh, nice. would be a great aerobics 
song because nice. it's got a great rhythm it's got a great it beat but it's not so fast that you couldn't do your yeah. your exercises to it all right so you're gonna give me the point on that one yeah you get a point on that Control would have been a good one from Control. Janet. Control would have been a good one, or what have you done for me lately? All right, yeah. so you got a it's sorority party. Everyone's getting ready at the same time in the same bathroom. What song plays on the ghetto blaster in the background? Oh my gosh! <laughs> Think about all the dorm rooms you were in in college in the '80s. I should add. Oh man! So sorority party. All the girls are getting ready together. All the, in the girls bathroom. are getting ready. What song does Matt throw into the ghetto blaster? <laughs> in their girls in their just want to have fun. Cindy oh, Lauper. Man, man. Um, I, I'm gonna give you a. I'm gonna give you a follow up to it, or not a follow up, but I'm gonna give you a, a counter punch, and I'm really interested if you might think this would be okay. Bananarama Venus. Ooh, that's a good one. I mean, you got girls getting ready to go out. Yeah. Which might might lend more credence to your choice. They just want to have fun. They just want to have fun. Okay, I'm giving it to you. (laughs) I'm going to give you that one. You got two out of three, so you're going to win this one. (laughs) But, yeah, we're going to try to do these every now and then at the end of the podcast. These are good thinking exercises. Yeah. And the game, this game is so simple. You can grab it at Barnes & Noble. It's called Mixtape. You basically just get a deck of cards. Yeah. I mean, it's not anything extravagant. So, uh, cheers, Matt. Everybody listen to this.